Merrick. And this is a podcast where we watch a couple bad movies and then talk about which one is better. <laughs> Why are you distracting me <laughs> with this face? Is it to punish me for the fact that you really didn't want to watch these movies and I fought and made you? Yeah. Because I'm already sorry enough about that. I don't Anyone need who making... watches these movies is sorry enough. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking about that as I was doing these ratings and I was like, am I punishing these too harshly? <laughs> Um, okay, so this week's theme was a pretty easy one because it's a, an original movie and then a remake. It is the the two Flatliners movies, one the first one from 1990 and the second one from 2017. And I I'm never... assuming I'm assuming that's a reference to their box office, but I have it must have actually done okay <laughs> if they made a remake. It must have had some sort of cult following or something. You know, I don't if think... it made a remake. 30 years later. I don't think I actually looked up the box office of the original 1990 version. Maybe I did one of those up... like slow simmering, like, like I said, like a cult film. Like it didn't do really anything spe- special, but then people liked it for whatever reason for years and years to come. I did look up the 2017 one because it seemed like absolutely nobody saw it. Um, nobody was talking about right. it, nothing. No fanfare, nothing. I didn't really... Let me see. All I really had, like I knew... It was a remake somehow. I don't know how I'd ever heard. I think of I'd the heard the one. name. Yeah, of I just it. heard. Maybe it was one of those covers that I'd constantly see in a blockbuster when I was a teenager. There were a couple movies like that that I would yeah. always just constantly Not see. Not a the teenager. Cover. That would have been probably before you were. Whatever, like 13, 14, oh, yeah, something yeah. I like guess that. Blockbuster was still around yeah, at, at sure. that point. I'm old. <laughs> one of the ones I actually saw a while, which you were just talking about this the other day, was Dead Alive or Brain Dead, depending on yeah what country. And that was a cover that I'd always see. I've never blockbuster. Even, I never even heard of that Where one like until you watched it. Like, oh, I can cast yeah. for the Lord. <laughs> I can cast for the Lord. But I never heard of that one as a kid or anything. So, yeah. the um. So maybe Flatliners was one that I heard of that way. But it seems like a movie that like anyone would only ever watch when they were like looking back through either Keith or Sutherland or uh, Julia Roberts IMDb to see what movies they'd been in and be like, huh, Flatliners. And then they'd go watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably not even. Yeah, um, they just like, oh, yeah. Who's really combing through Kiefer Sutherland's All right, maybe Kevin, Kevin Bacon's backlog. Yeah, yeah, maybe some Kevin Bacon fans. But uh, the original Flatliners made $61 million that in the like box office. That's one of the top 20 movies of 1990. That's a lot. Number 18. Yeah. Uh, let That's me... surprising. Yeah. Because so... it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was a movie that in 1990 before, you know... People have better things to do, I guess. I mean, it's, it's weird. I mean, we'll get into this with the ratings, but it's really not all that bad. There's just a few elements of that that are just, like, irredeemable. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, That's so- why I was... I, I mean, I didn't struggle with the ratings in the sense that I, I harshed these pretty savagely, but it was it's weird because they really didn't do a lot of things wrong yeah. or epically badly, yeah. but there were just a few things about them that just ruined it. So it sounds like you're going to rate them a lot more low than I did. I but don't know. but I mean, in all honesty, I didn't like either of these movies. I don't think they're among the worst that we've done right. on this show. And so I tried to rate them accordingly. But I think the I think the reason I was struggling is because the new one spoiler actually this isn't a spoiler. It's a spoiler for this podcast. The new one is slightly better than the old one, I think. Yeah. But it's also I crappy. Rate, so I have yeah. to write it low. But I want to, so that means I have to write the other one lower because they're pretty much the same movie. As far as remake goes, they're very, very similar. So, which is fine. They're 30 years later or whatever, but they're kind of shockingly similar. Yeah. Like compare that to like the Death Wish movie or something that we just watched. Right. That's, you have themes and the general ideas, character names, stuff like that, but this one is very, very similar. There's only a few things that they changed. So, this one 
I was sort of a roller coaster of emotions uh, and expectations going right. into this one because I fully expected, given the reputation or lack thereof of the 2017 version, I fully expected it to be significantly horrifically worse than the original. And I thought the original, right. I thought the original would be probably I thought a it'd mediocre, be cheesy or campy, okay movie, maybe but, kind of dated, right? But, dated and kind of goofy, but had some redeeming charm or something to right. it. Right, so I expected the first one to be much, much better. And I expected the second one to be much, much worse. And then after watching the first one, Eric and I both agreed. We usually try not to talk too much about the movies, but these ones, it was pretty obvious we were not... We were, I think we were just caught off guard. Because yeah. what we expected was a movie that was probably maybe not that well made but had some sort of like soul or charm to it. And it yeah. was almost the opposite. It was. The movie yeah. was made perfectly fine. Yeah. It was, and it was completely soulless. Yeah. And you're just like, this is a this like empty vessel of an idea. It doesn't have any like charm. It's not it's completely uncompelling. That's the thing I would say about both movies. I could put it in one word uncompelling and i think that that i think the first one at least compelling um i just not compelling i don't yeah i don't think there's a negative version of it um maybe uncompelling but if i had known that joel schumacher was the director of the 1990 version oh yeah i might have had more some reservations because i think for him well produced but soulless is probably a a calling card (laughs) yeah because i looked through his what else has he done i I he did the heart- two Batman movies, the one with Val Kilmer, Batman Forever, and then he did Batman and Robin. Okay. Um, and then a, those struck then, me as giant studio pictures, though. Not really that he would necessarily. What I said, have. I said, well produced, well right. directed. Like they're. You think Batman and Robin oh, was well Jesus. produced? <laughs> yeah, never mind. Was I, it the nipple armor? Is that yeah, what put you over is, the edge? That is the one. Um, but let me look at some of his other ones. I. That's I an attention at- to detail that you just don't get from every director. <laughs> um okay so i'm clicking on joel schumacher here i think i mean your nipples do have to go somewhere but i don't i just don't know sure (laughs) would it surprise you to learn he's a gay man (laughs) (laughs) not at all actually that makes that's actually you know a a lot more sense now i I know i mean it takes a load off my mind because i thought he was just insane or (laughs) dumb but now it's like okay that makes a lot more sense yeah so i he did the lost boys i've never seen it he, so he likes Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was only a few years before Flatliners. He did The Client, which I feel like I've seen but don't remember. The client, that's not. The, oh no, I'm thinking of The Firm. Uh, Phantom of the Opera, which interesting. I did, I did not see that one. The Number Twenty Three is a pretty well-known bad movie. Right. Um, Blood Creek. Never. Yeah, I don't think I've heard of it. Yeah, so he honestly hasn't done all that much. I really only Surprised know him. we know his name from the Batman and then... Yeah, so if I had known he was a director, I would have had, uh, I think, more realistic expectations. The, but I didn't know that, and I knew that it was a movie that must have been popular enough to have a remake. That's what I assumed. It had to have at least something about it that made... I mean, it must have just... Like, we've talked about this before, how there's, there's movies that... I don't know if I've done it on the podcast, but certainly in person, where... You could take the exact same movie and put it in a different time or, you know, change one little thing about it and it just wouldn't be, no one would care. So something about it resonated with that time and place and people liked it. I guess it did. And so before we get into the ratings and everything, I mean, both of us expected the first movie to be better. And when it was significantly worse than we expected, we, were like, Holy shit, we this- both we were like, the second one must be better than this because right. there were some specific things that could have improved on, and we thought it did from the trailer. 
And, and they sort of did, watching, but not as, really. They improved on some of them, but right. then the really important one, as it turned out, it did not improve yeah. on it. We'll get into that. But as we're watching the second one, I had like hope. I was like, oh yeah, it seemed to be going better Because they at were the doing it very similarly, but they had changed a few of these little things. So we're like, all right, maybe this will go somewhere. Yeah, and then in the end, they completely dropped the ball because they didn't change the overarching important thing. So let's stop talking around the movies and let's get into the details so starting off with the 1990 flatliners first of all you want to guess the rotten tomatoes on this <sighs> i'm sure it's better than i think it would be so i'm gonna guess it's like in the 40s or 50s 48 yeah so yeah uh both of them have the same summary so i won't go over it twice but it's about a group of medical students who want to study near-death experiences so they jerry-rig their own setup for dying and then coming back. And um, yeah. after after each one of them flatlines, as they call it, uh, they start to get these sort of... Um, Visions, almost. Yeah, vi- vision is a good word. I was going to say hallucination, but I think the movies they have real They have real yeah. consequences. You don't know if it's them doing it to themselves or what, but... Their past sins come back to haunt them. Right. Figuratively or literally, the movies are kind of trying to... Be ambiguous about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Although it seems in the new one that it's much more... That it's probably real? I don't know. No, I think Oh, both I mean of, the opposite. Yeah, I think of, yeah. both of them, it is... I couldn't is, remember which was which. Both yeah. of them, it was just in their head. And that right there is what is wrong with both movies. That's one of the biggest problems. Yeah. The biggest, I mean, the biggest problem of all is that it's just not a compelling idea regardless. It's not. It seems like there might be a kernel to it, but right. as you watch it play out both times, there's nothing. Because, I mean, not the, the new movie gave the, like in the in the original movie, we'll just start talking about this one, they, they do, they have this guy who has this idea, it's Kiefer Sutherland, he has some bug up his ass about finding out if there's an afterlife. They give no explanation absolutely whatsoever as to why he gives a shit about this and is intent on proving it right smack dab in the middle of his residency. And that's a structure thing, that's but a 100% bet, right. agree, and it makes you not at all on You just don't side. care, because you don't know invested. why, you don't even know why he cares. Yeah. But anyways, this is just a synopsis. He decides to kill himself so they can find out if there's anything there. He, they, multiple people go through it and uh, they start having these visions about you know things that have happened in their past. Things Usually, they've, th- done, they've wrong done wrong. In their past. Comes back to haunt them and hurt them in some cases. But you get some evidence that it's really just them hurting themselves. But they're hallucinating. They're not doing it on purpose. So the movies they have. But when to they make amends, yeah, wrong. they make yeah. amends and then the problems go away. Yes, and both movies are incredibly similar. And as we're we talk about watching, more of the yeah. stories and structure, but yeah. So as uh, you know what. Let me go ahead and real quick explain our rating system, and then we'll because we're, we're doing this one a little bit off the beaten path. I think because we were so thrown off <laughs> by these movies. Um, so our rating system is we have four categories that we'll each score the movies in: uh, acting, visual, structure, and entertainment value. Give up to five points in each category. Whichever one gets the most points at the end, we consider the better movie. So starting off with acting i feel like i'm not going to have a hell of a lot to say about acting on this one and you're going to make a face at me because i didn't give it a terrible acting score we're talking about the original 1990 yeah i kind of struggled with this one i gave it right smack dab in the middle i said two and a half i said two this fair enough this was i mean they're all like it's julie roberts it's kevin bacon it's Kiefer sutherland like they're not bad actors it's a classic case of good actors with nothing to work with they did not have chemistry though no chemistry so 
But, but oh, and honestly, ba- don't forget Baldwin, Oliver Platt, and yeah. Oliver Platt. Billy, yeah. yeah, so I gave it middle of the road besides one of the lesser, lesser Baldwins, right? Being Billy, um, yeah, it's not something that you notice as being a problem. Yeah, it, as you're watching the movie, you're just not even thinking. It about seems the like actress. you said, like it's an unnatural seeming collection of friends, yeah, and their personalities and whatever else. It just doesn't seem like it would really, and it is kind of like they're not friends. That's yeah. one of the weird things about that they, for whatever reason, they kept this element in both movies, yeah. This is something that is incredibly serious. This person decides to literally kill themselves and have to be brought back. Yeah. And in both movies, they make it that at the last minute, they get people that they don't really know very well to help them on this thing that they have no explanation as to why they're even doing it. Yeah. Which oh. the newer one gives a little bit better of an explanation as to why she's doing it. Right. But it's still dumb. Yeah. You couldn't just make them good friends who know she's going to do this. And has been planning it, you know, like there's, it just doesn't make any. I don't get that choice. I think the second it's one does a badly. I think the second one does a more organic job of showing how the per, the main person with the interest in the subject. They make it of more tricks. realistic of an yeah. obsession by her. Yeah, so she has a better obsession. I really hate the the way that we're going about this. It's doesn't messing matter. me up. But um, she has an obsession with near death death near death experiences, and she kind of tricks. All of the people. Right. Actually, she a hundred percent. She literally all like the lies to them about what they're. Yeah. Why and that's doing it. more believable right. to me than the first one, which is just a group of student medical it's students. It's still goofy though. You should, wouldn't you be like paying them or something? Like, hey, I'm doing this crazy thing. I'll give you five hundred bucks. I just need these people to do this. I don't know. I mean, I don't Anyways, think that would work. We can five hundred dollars to kill somebody. T- I'm, I'm yeah. talking about whatever. Just like some more motivation than hey, meet me in this basement at five o'clock. Now that you're here under completely false pretense, you have no expectation what's going to happen. You have to do something incredibly important that could land you in jail for the rest of your life or kicked out of med school or whatever. Yes, that's a problem with both of them. But I think right. it goes about it better in the second one because she tricks them into it. They do it. make it a little the first better. one. They're not tricked into it. No. They're just they're all kind of friends, but they seem like they don't really like each other right. and they have no chemistry so i can't i'm not going to fault the actors for that because the no. situation is yeah so we're talking about unnatural. acting it has nothing that has nothing to do with acting yeah so you said two yeah all right moving on to visuals what did you say for this one i said one and a half because first of all there's nothing to look at the whole movie it was very i don't know if we got a weird copy or something but it was incredibly dark and hard actually hard to see what was going on i didn't know if it was an ambiance thing if they decided to make it that way on purpose or what but it was just very dark physically like i couldn't see what was going on um yeah i said two so i didn't mostly and it was incredibly boring visually mostly it was just boring yeah mostly it was just boring i would say the afterlife stuff was very just not compelling it was just people running in a field yeah I, it with was like dan- kid death equals kids dancing with ribbons that's what yeah. i wrote yeah i feel like with this, this is a low budget kind of feel to it, it yeah i'm getting the sense with you that you're almost artificially pulling your scores down to try to reach a goal yeah that's what i was a, worried about yeah. i wasn't consciously doing it but it's not an offensive looking movie it's no. a 90s looking what movie. did you put at it i said two yeah uh, so we're not super. No, two far is off probably right now. justified. Yeah, we're not super far off right now, but I I'll think, say two because yeah. I think I was. You're probably right on acting, so I'll make visuals too. Yeah, because uh, I mean, some of the sets are kind of silly looking, like where they do the actual experiment itself right. is in some weird rundown like ancient library. With- like a sanitarium-looking place with angel gargoyles and weird stuff like that. Yeah, that it, it seems like they only did that to make it look creepy and yeah. not in any realistic way, reason for them to have been in a place like that. Right, but that's really the only thing that stood out to me as bothersome for the time. You're right, right. the visuals were not impactful. The only thing that bothered yeah. me was 
some incongruencies like that and the darkness. Other than that, it was just boring visually. Right. Literally, it seemed to like lack color in everything. There just wasn't much it was to look very, at. What very is that? drab. Saturated. Yeah. Is kind of the word I'm right. Looking just for. washed out, kind of. Yeah. And monochrome. Yeah. Um, I, I had a hard time really justifying saying it looked as bad as like you know. Actually, I gave Assassin's Creed a pretty high score, so I'm looking <laughs> through. So I gave Ballistic X versus Sever a one and a half. For so, visuals. Yeah, so I can't really say I mean, say we that, key in on different things that yeah. bother us visually. You right, know? right. So anyway, I think that's that's fair enough, though. So what did you say about structure? I said one and a half. I said one and a half also. And, but it's purely story, basically. Yeah. There's really not a whole lot wrong with it structurally other than the story. Yes, but the problem is... But it's is, really epically bad. The story is bad. Right. It's just a bad premise. Like we've mentioned before, it's you start out with this guy who in the middle of their residency, he just has to do this thing. And they don't give you... They give you no reason why he cares so much yeah. about the afterlife. He Absolutely no reason. He says some vague stuff about like he wants to be the first to discover right. something. Right, and the okay, other characters... The this? other characters bring up... Uh, repeatedly that he's doing it to try and be like famous or write a book about it or whatever but why this specifically why this and why just all of a sudden now in this really risky like wait till you're a doctor and can set up your own little place and people know you're gonna do this talk to the media ahead of time tell them you're gonna do this I mean I kind of I kind of agree that this is that this is a form of research that would never be allowed. Right. Okay. So, so even if you're not going to be I public with doing it, it doing it in med school, under yeah, in med school, in med school, and they're not all like even in residence. Not you e- called them. No, residents. no, that's actually true. They were yeah. they were residents in the first one. They were all doctors. Were they? I'm pretty sure they called each other doctors. Because remember, they were like, and that's what we said was so ridiculous about the new one is for no reason they made them med students, which makes it even more ridiculous. I think the person making the movie didn't understand the difference between a med student and a resident. In the first one, yeah. Well, they call. I'm pretty sure they were doctors though, because mm. we were like, why are they taking classes? They're in their residency. No, I, I think. Remember, they were students. like doing everything on this says that they're medical students in the old one. Yeah, I could have sworn they five call, medical students. I could have sworn they called them doctors, though. I think it's just, they just Schumacher didn't, didn't know because that's that even more ridiculous. A resident is not. Although a it was worse in the newer one because they aren't. I mean, they seem to have even a more fucked up view of what med students are because they were doing a lot of stuff that only doctors would probably do. Yeah, they were un, you know, um, unilaterally yeah, unsupervised treating patients and giving them drugs and had access to all this equipment and medicines that these people aren't even doctors yet they're just college students yeah yeah and they would have wouldn't have access to all these mri machines and they said it was oh it's set aside in this one part of the hospital in case there's an overflow but it's a super modern mri machine type thing yeah the one thing they did i mean this is i'll talk about that story in the in the next one yeah i i mean i think but that, structurally this one yeah is i all think story. what the 1990 version did better was that it left it it didn't focus so much on them being medical students right the 2017 version focuses a lot for whatever reason constantly reminds you it talks about residents so you know the people making the movie know that there's a difference between medical students and and they inexplicably made it would have made a hell of a lot more sense to just have made them residents yes it would i don't know why they didn't do that it was like they just wanted to stick to the first movie i believe so the first movie called them medical students but kind of acted like they were residents and but yeah. really mostly just just glossed over that but it, then most of their most of their motivations do not make right. any sense the biggest problem was you have no real motivations mm-hmm. for the main guy you have no real motivations for everyone to help him really right the worst part though is you have 
they had nothing specific happen to them when he went under. Yeah. He just had some weird visions, and then everyone still wanted to go, and they still were acting like going longer was better or more badass, but they gave you zero, zero reason as to why going longer would make any difference. Yeah. They didn't mention that at all. Like right. they were just like, "I'll go four minutes." They didn't. There was nothing that any that happened to them at all that would suggest that that would make any difference at all. Right. And then, aside from the fact that nothing very compelling or interesting happened to him when he was under, and then they all decided they wanted to anyway. Right. Which doesn't make any sense. It was really difficult to bring him back. So if right. anything, they should have even been the terrified. first time they like barely got him back, yeah. and then everyone's like, "I'm next." I'm and next. Like, I'm going three minutes. I'm going yeah. three and a half minutes. Right. So I feel like that was the whole reason this movie was made was that idea right there. Then like one upping. But they didn't give the any reason. Yeah. So then the real the real kicker. After all of this is that when they come back from flatlining uh, and their sins come back to haunt them, the movie makes it pretty clear that it's just mental. It's just hallucinations. Right. And then they have to make peace with I it. I mean, for a while away. you don't know, but eventually, for a while you eventually don't know, to and show him like beating himself up kind of. It's the only interesting thing right. going on is you thinking that maybe there's a haunting. Right. Like maybe, or maybe they have they've contact- crossed over and have into a dimensional rift or something. So once you realize it really is just their brains putting this together and they're beating themselves up and then once they like make peace with whatever that doesn't they did, make it any goes fucking away, sense. It's totally uninteresting. Like your brain has been somehow affected by you dying and then your troubles haunt you until you make amends and then it's over. Yeah. What if you and we're and joking about is- like what if you didn't one of them is very serious. Yeah. And one of them is kind of a nothing. Right. Like, the one guy was like, he filmed women or cheated on his... No. Oh, that's not a nothing. What filming was he, what filming nothing yourself one? having sex with someone without their consent is a, kind of But I mean, of compared to like murdering a kid or something, it's yeah, like... Yeah. So here were their sins. Uh, the, oh, the, the one was the nothing minor... you were talking about was Julia Roberts. No. Well, hers... Okay, just let me go through them. Um, <laughs> the least... The most minor one was Kevin Bacon, who bullied some little girl in elementary school. Oh, right, Nobody right. died. Everything was fine. They, they called just, her ugly. They called her ugly. They bullied. That's that's a shitty thing to do. Right. But everyone was fine. And they even showed her as an adult being fine. Because right. he like goes and apologizes to her. And she forgives him. So his visions go right. away. So that's the stupidest one. Then the next one is stupid for a different reason. Julia Roberts' character. Yeah. Uh, her father was a drug addict. And... One day, she, as a small child, walked in on him shooting up, so he ran out and killed himself. So she had this leftover guilt, like, thinking that she was responsible for which it. Which is weird. Which, she, is, it, which is what I'm saying is yeah, stupid. Yeah, because she actually didn't a, even do anything right. in that example. Like, obviously, that's a traumatic event. Right. But there's no reason why you should feel responsible for it. It was So and it's like the, the problems happen as a result of your guilt alone, not on the action. So if you were like a sociopath, you wouldn't have any issues because you just didn't feel guilty about the right, things you've right. done? Right, right. And then the Billy Baldwin character, he was engaged to a woman, but he was a philanderer. He cheated on her with a whole bunch of women, but he filmed them. Yeah, I forgot. See, I thought them. he just cheated on and them see, and see, that's a big it. deal, yeah. filming No, them. I mean, it's wrong and yeah. stuff, but I mean like... It's still something that's easy. It's not a big deal in he the sense of making amends. It. Yeah, he, he never even, even he didn't even he, he like said he was sorry to his fiance and she left. Yeah. Right, but there was like twelve women or whatever that he'd like secretly filmed, and right. he never had to do anything. And what I hate that's was why it wasn't a big deal. The movie was <laughs> he also, got off. <laughs> yeah, like the movie was also acting like it was a big deal that he had 
it was it was acting like it was a big deal for each one of the women that he had sex with simply that he talked them into having sex which is a right. fairly insulting notion to me but, as a woman that you have to like because they they show all the lines he fed them like oh i love and you and that's I'll, why they were mad like the they same. were mad that they had sex with him not that he filmed them secretly yeah exactly but it is um the fact like we just talked about it's whatever he's guilty about so if yeah. that's what he was guilty about yeah he didn't, he didn't give a shit about guilt. filming him yeah. <laughs> he didn't care that he filmed him he yeah. was like you know what i just i lied about like loving them and that really hurts my yeah. hurts, like makes me feel guilty secretly filming them like nah that's fine so his hauntings were pretty comical because yeah, he would just, just be walking down the like, street and like some woman using his, his own pickup yeah. lines yeah. i'll love you forever yeah. we're gonna get married he's like no yeah. <laughs> And then meanwhile, Keeper Sutherland's getting his ass kicked yeah, by this, by this kid kid who he like threw rocks at him when he was in a tree and he died. Yeah, he so like fell was, out of the so tree. So even and though died. it was like an accident, it was the most serious of the of the hauntings. And he was like getting the shit kicked out by this was, kid. There was a hilarious scene where the kid was like was like like rocking his like, body with big nasty hooks, <laughs> like beating fucking, the shit out of him. That was actually the, probably the most entertaining part of the movie of both movies. I but would then you figure out it wasn't even real. He was beating himself up basically. Yeah, and it just takes the air out of yeah. everything that which happens. is barely there to begin with because everything's so. You have to just go out on such a limb to accept this premise anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a good segue into entertainment. What did you give it? One. I gave it a one also. These just nothing there. It was not an entertaining movie. I would say it wasn't. While it was happening, I wasn't like actively wishing it would shut off. No, but, but I just was kind of like you just don't care. Yeah, I wouldn't even say it was You're boring. Not you just in don't it. care in any sense. There's a little bit of like trying, and and soon as once you figured out like the real premise of where they were going with, it's not really real in the sense that these things are physically happening to them. It's their mind, right? And it's this guilt trip thing. You just don't care. Yeah, especially about like oh she walked in on her dad doing drugs and she feels guilt. This is dumb. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Go go to therapy. Right. <laughs> like, or like, what about the, like the only people who have to make penance for making fun of a, a ugly kid or not yeah. ugly kid for making fun of a kid is the ones who then die. <laughs> yeah. And not only that, but lots of people have flatlined. Yeah. Not just ones who do it on purpose. Is no. it only the one who do it on purpose who get guilty for the things they've done? Yeah. yeah. You know, lots of people get brought back from defib. Well, but I, I hadn't even thought about that. They didn't, they didn't talk about, so both movies focus on, they, they give like commentary from people who have flatlined. That like, they've like yeah. talked to, like it shows Julia Roberts talking to someone. Yeah. And, but they don't, they don't show that anybody else struggles right. with Right, so it's, these if it, is it only if you had to do it on purpose? Only if it, you flatlined on yeah, purpose? Yeah, right, or, that doesn't make yeah. any fucking sense. Yeah, it doesn't. So, but I mean, that's the problem. None of it makes any sense. Right. So we are going to move on to the second movie. I'm not going to give a summary because it's exactly the same. It's shockingly similar. Yeah, and, uh, well, oh, wait, let me, let me go through the scores again. So I, for the 1990 version, said... Two and a half, two, one and a half, one for a total of seven. I modified mine slightly to say two, two, one and a half, one. For six and a half. So a total yeah. of 13 and a half, which, you know, that's a middling score for us. We have yeah. some four and a halves. We have some fives. Very rarely do movies get above 10 for us, but we do sometimes hand out like eights and nines. So this one's kind of in the middle, which, which is a, it's a tough place because it's not an enjoyable movie, but right. it's not the worst movie we've no. watched. Hardly. Yeah. So moving on to 2017, my expectations going into this, I thought there's no way they're going to make it in their head again. No way. Because I'd seen the trailers and the trailers made it look like actual hauntings. Almost like a horror movie. And I was looking forward to that. I was like, you know what? That's what this movie needs. And not only that, something that I'd seen from the trailers 
that I assumed was in the first movie, but wasn't, was the fact that the flatlining gives them some sort of benefit, which actually gives you a motivation for wanting to go in and potentially go in longer. Yes. Which was like, okay, at least before we've been watching, we knew the new movie had that element in it. So, which is an improvement. That's an improvement. But that's really about the only thing that they changed that made any difference. Uh, I would say the, I already mentioned this, but I thought that, there was a more organic way that all the kids got in kids. Some of them are in their fucking late thirties, by the way. Diego yeah. Luna is almost forty, so making right. Him He's thirty eight, and the other girl, the black girl, is like twenty three or something. Yeah. So, so there's a and big all range. just like students in the same class. Yeah, which is, is it's possible. That's it's certainly just, possible. There are med. There yeah, are med. It's just kind of weird. And they actually have a little sideline, like uh, where she lives with her mom and everything. Well, and he. He indicates that he's older than them. He said, I used to be a paramedic or a fighter, that's firefighter yeah. or something, so they, which, they, which does happen. They make a kind of an excuse for that. Yeah, so that's not one of the issues of the movie, in all honesty. But I liked I liked that the ringleader for this, which in this movie is Ellen Page, um, she is someone who had accidentally killed her sister in a car crash by texting right. and driving. So she actually, she was guilty of doing something wrong by accident, right. but something that was irredeemable. She couldn't just go apologize for and it. And they gave, so they gave a better reason for why she cares. Yeah. They have a more compelling reason for why someone else would want to try it. Yes, because as Eric said, right. when you go under and you come back, you have like these heightened abilities. Like their senses and their memory and all, they seem to have gotten like just recharged and yeah. refreshed. And, and I liked that she tricked them all into doing it instead of just being this loose group of friends that don't really like each other. In, this, in that loose sense, like tricking them into just pe- randomly getting people who don't really care about each other makes more sense. Yeah. But it's still so abrupt that, like, literally we're talking about she tricks them just to show up to this basement yeah. at night, and then they decide to go through with it. The going through with it doesn't make there's any a lot sense. Of, there's a lot of suspension of disbelief right. still. Uh, so, starting off with acting, I gave this one a little bit worse of an acting score, because I thought they, they were, were less accomplished actors. So, I gave were. it a two. I said two on this one also, but... It, to the, the acting on this one, the structure on this one versus the other one, the visuals, I feel like some of these are worse or better than the other one, mm-hmm. but not even a whole half point. Yeah. Like, noticeably, the acting is... The actors are not as good as the ones from the first one overall as yeah. a group. The chemistry is still not good. The chemistry is about the same. It's about in the all same. Honesty. It's still not great. Yeah. The I but I think like the visuals are slightly better on this one, but not a whole half point better. I think the structure is slightly better, but not a whole half point better. Yeah. You know, just little things like that. So I would say going back to just acting, uh, the chemistry is just like the first one. It's non-existent, but it's not horrible. Yeah. You're not you're not watching them on screen going, oh, these people hate each other. Blah blah blah. It's just nothing. Um, Ellen Page is good. Uh, she's, she's fine. fine. I don't really like her. Yeah, for I mean, but she's, reason, she's but doing just fine. There's with nothing what wrong she has. with her in this movie. You know, Diego Luna is a actor that I don't know what to think of him. He doesn't I, seem very charismatic to me. I think it's an English problem. I think it that might he, be because he comes across kind of wooden, and it might be that he's just kind of regurgitating line, like parroting I, lines. I think he's struggling. But with that's a English. problem. Then it doesn't matter why. So I've seen him in three movies now. Obviously, Rogue One is one of them, right. and I remember thinking he wasn't good in Rogue One, but the characters were so bad in Rogue right. One that it's almost impossible. But I remember that he there had was nothing a super, to his character anyway. Super thick accent. Right. This one, his accent, he struggles with right. lines. Um. But I saw him in a Spanish language film, *Y Tu Mama Tambien*, and he was good in that. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen that. It's actually it's a movie that you'd probably like. I know um, of it. I just haven't seen it. Yeah, he was very good in that, but it's very different, and it's a movie that he made with a longtime friend of his, and it's about friendship. So I think 
it's kind of an I don't want to say an easier role, right? But it's more true to life for him, most likely, and it's in his native native language. So I'm confused about him. He wasn't good in this movie, though. No. But he wasn't horrible. Just to, right. That's why I said overall, yeah. I think it was better, but not an even a no- noticeably better, really, to where it would impact your yeah or my enjoyment. And then it's of just the like a lot of experience. Nothing. Yeah, right. A, a lot, lot of just most actors. of it's just nothing. Yeah. So visuals, I gave it the same score as last one. I, I said two. two. I said two also. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that you're like I do. I would rank them better. Like this says slightly better simply because of um, like I said, it's not as dark. There's make things. Some things they do like it's actually in a hospital versus like a weird. The uh, setting, the setting. setting of the flatlining itself is much more realistic. Right. Mostly, it's just boring. And I right. will say this. And movie, the afterlife stuff is done a little better, a little more compelling. It's gonna look very dated. Obviously, they ha- yeah. This is a very 2010s movie. Right. Like they they have the visions of like little girls who are covered in water, so they look like reminiscent of right. like the J- the J horror type stuff with little kids, and they're trying to make it look like a horror movie. Right. So they're at least trying to oh, do J horror, J horror, like The Ring. Yeah. I thought you said J horror, and I was like, <laughs> what's like a J horror? <laughs> like little girl? What? No, <laughs> no, J horror. <laughs> yeah, which is you know 10, 15 years ago, but still, it's got that look of like. Very current horror movie, right. PG-13, trying to do it. But at least they were trying to do something. They tried. They did something. They had them floating up out of their bodies, stuff that was a little more right. um, interesting. So did you say two? Two. All right. What did you say about structure? I said 1.5 again. I don't think it was good enough to jump up to two. I, I, I jumped it up to two. I bumped it up. Because I thought the fact that they... They didn't change enough about it in any significant changed, way. So what were the worst things about the first one? First of all unrealistic reason for these people to want to participate right they fixed that a little bit a little bit bit. second of all the motivations in general yeah the motivations right they fixed that the only one they really fixed was the motivation for the main character everything else they tweaked to make it better i think the biggest improvement was adding the beneficial effects yeah so that that gives a a, any kind of reason for why someone else would want to go but i don't think there's anything structure wise about this that's worse no i don't think so that's why i was able to justify that makes total sense it's better i will say absolutely it's better structurally i just can't justify giving it a whole half point better all right what'd you say about entertainment i said one and a half i said one i think i was so disappointed that they still kept it all hallucinations inside their head then that was so lame and the fact that the trailers make you think there's a haunting and there's not a haunting and you've mentioned this in past ones the fact that this is so similar to the one before it that it's boring i just watched this right and that's why i think i because i was feeling like it should be one but then trying to evaluate it as if i hadn't seen the first movie the day before, yeah. I think I would have put a 1.5. So as watched, it, it was a one for me or mm-hmm. less yeah. because it was a little bit better, yeah. but it was only a tiny bit better of a shitty movie yeah. and we watched it immediately after and it was almost exactly the same, yeah. which made it really rough to get through. But I think if we'd only watched one of these movies and we watched that one, I think I would have put a 1.5. And so, so I put a one point because I know I've been harsh other so ways too. So the, the reason I justified to myself giving it the same entertainment score is because there's no way I would have watched this movie if not for this podcast. If not because of its relationship. And I, to the I mean, first I agree movie. too. But 1.5 is low. Yeah, that's a low entertainment yeah. score. That's fine. I just, I think that, I mean, we're within a half point of each other. Right. So 
running through the scores again, I said two, 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 one for a total of seven. And you said two, two, one and a half, one and a half for, for a total, total of seven. seven. So that's a total of 14. We gave the 1990 version a 13 and a half. So yeah, I they're, think they're almost exactly they're, the, same they're movie. the same movie. There's so, those couple little things they tweaked about motivations, but nothing else was noticeably better. Yeah. I looked up the director for this movie, and the only thing he's done that I know is he did the original version of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, interesting. So, I mean, I the mean, fact this that new he's one, actually got a good movie Maybe if it past, had had a Baldwin in it, too, <laughs> then I could just I'm by I'm led to believe a, Steven is still working. I mean, I don't know really? about Billy, but yeah. actually, no, Steven is the one who's a little cuckoo, right? Is he's there any like that a aren't a little guy. cuckoo? <laughs> That's a good point. He is the religious one. <laughs> yeah. But he never struck me as being more crazy. If anything, he seemed Alec maybe a little crazier, but right. And maybe he's, but he's also the most famous and talented. So. Like where Steven seems to be the most kind of easygoing almost, really? but also kind of crazy. Okay. I don't know. He was on like the only experience was I had with him is like apprentice. Steven? Yeah. Was that Steven Baldwin and Polly Shore? Biodome. No, I thought, oh no, wait, I'm thinking of Encino Man. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, there. I don't think there Brendan Fraser was Encino Man. There are no Man. Baldwins in Encino Man. That's Sean Astin and Brendan Fraser and Polly Shore. So, oh, I, yeah, obviously Polly Shore. Uh, I'm looking this up because I want to make sure I'm not leading any. Stephen Baldwin. It is. Wow. Yeah. I know he was in. Uh, maybe that's why I think with Lori Petty in in the Army now. I've never seen that one. Well, Tank Girl, you know. You're talking about. Polly Shore. Polly Shore, right? yeah, okay, not, not Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin, I can't think of any other movie he's in. Wasn't Usual he in... Suspects. Oh, right. That's probably his his crowning achievement. That's gotta be his best. There's movie. no way he was in any movie With better than that. Close <laughs> <laughs> hey, Polly Shore was hot for a while. I saw Biodome in theaters. Okay, my mom took us yeah. to see that one. I think we all just kind of sat there, like mouths open. Like, what is going on? Yeah, I mean, I definitely watched Encino what Man as a kid. On? So yeah, I guess Billy. What about Jerry Duty? Never saw Jerry Duty. That People is, have talked to me. That about is Polly Shore's crowning achievement. It has it? Tia Carrera in it too. Oh, that's why you like it. Well, I like it because the part where the judge is like, "Penis, penis, penis, penis." <laughs> seen it you don't remember that i've never well he's obviously in jury duty okay he gets jury duty and he wants to keep the trial going as long as possible because he finds out you get paid like 15 dollars a day or something okay and he's a complete like reject pothead and he's like i don't have to get a real job i just gotta drag this trial out okay so um but he just likes trolling the people too so there's this guy giving his expert testimony about why this person may have killed him and he's like we think by looking over the evidence that it may have been related to penis envy and then polly shore's (laughs) like what did he say and he's like uh penis envy and he's like i didn't hear you and he's like Penis envy. He's like, en- envy? What kind of envy? And the judge is like, penis, penis, penis! And just screams at him. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> and where I always yell about asbestos, that's from that movie too. Okay. Where the bad guy gets like the ceiling collapse on him and he's like, asbestos! <laughs> I, I think I've heard you say that and I never knew why you said it like that. said it all weird. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, asbestos! <laughs> yeah, that does sound familiar. I just I was like, man, I, Eric Every is really- time in my life I've been covered with some kind of dust unexpectedly i yell asbestos weirdly <laughs> like that and no one has ever known what the it's fuck i'm talking the about thing you've no, done. <laughs> it's not, not the weirdest most obscure movie quote i do so yeah. you know i have to be honest the way you say it i would have guessed it was from animal house or something yeah. like that or some like very old like 70s comedy that i didn't know so now i know it's jury i'm pretty duty. sure that's from jury duty 
oh no what if we're what if you're wrong we're gonna have to look this up your whole worldview (laughs) is (laughs) the penis envy thing is absolutely from jury duty yeah so i i feel like the yeah it's tough to talk about these flatliners movies as we've just gone off on a poly shore tangent (laughs) Stephen Baldwin. we need to keep people entertained a little bit in the podcast if they're gonna come back oh oh i want you to guess I do think Steven's the shortest of the Baldwins. He seems oh, yeah? diminutive, like 5'6". Billy six. seems like he'll, he's probably the tallest. No, Alec Baldwin's pretty tall. Yeah? He's like 6'1". Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think I just... He's rotund. So. Nowadays he is, but I, he's fairly tall. Yeah. I would guess he's... The shadow days he was Yeah, I would guess he's the tallest, then probably Billy, then Steven's definitely short. Are there any other acting people in that I family? think there's at least one other one. I don't know if he acts. Okay. And obviously I know... Uh, the Baldwin from Firefly is not related to them. No, Adam uh, Baldwin is Adam not Baldwin. related. Yeah, yeah, he's not related. So skip Flatliners 1 or 2 and yeah. just watch Jury Duty. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us if the asbestos Or Usual scene. Suspects. Yeah, I, I, the, each of, everyone, I would guess, everyone who stars in each of these movies has, has much a better, better movie under their belt. Maybe, I don't, I mean, I don't Maybe know about like... Flatliners people. That's what I'm, like the new Flatliners, you mean. Yeah, it, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not some of the 2017. Because I don't know about what's like the, um... The dark-haired girl, forget her name. Nina Dobrev? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. She... She's been in probably some horror movie about texting or something. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> she was in She was in Triple X Return of Xander Cage. Oh my Cage. god. <laughs> so Are you sure even... she hasn't been in a horror movie about <laughs> <Yeah>. texting? <laughs> it definitely seems like she the the guy who I don't was think like she wasn't in a horror the rich movie kid kind of like womanizer, the Billy Baldwin character in the new one. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen him before. He might not have been in anything before this. I looked him up. He's a British guy. He's in British stuff. So and obviously, probably something better. Um, you talked about the movies that Diego's been in. And Ellen Page has been in probably Inception's almost yeah. the best movie that she's been in. Some people would probably say Juno. Um, I don't think anyone would say Juno's better than Inception. I, I, I don't But whatever. I don't there think is movies is. she's been yes. in that people like. She has been in good movies. Right. Yes. She but, was in X-Men movies as... Small parts, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kitty Pride. So, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score is? Of the new one? For the 2017 version. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. Around 50% again. Five. What? Five percent. These duplicitous motherfuckers. They, this is... What in God's name is so much... I mean, I'm assuming it's different critics. Yeah. Because oh, there's yeah. no way you could justify talking... giving a 48%. Yeah. That's just nothing but nostalgia. I guess so. I don't know who is who's giving the first Objectively, one. Objectively, what is better about the first movie? Other than the acting, probably. If you're a big Joel Schumacher fan. No, I mean, or, the, the acting is better. Yeah. The story is original. Yeah. I mean, assuming it's not from a short story that they adapted or something, which it probably is. I think that modern critics were too enamored with the fact that they could call this movie a flatline. Like that they, they, could just, just, they had that I, waiting in like to go before they even saw the movie. I think like, they this saw the movie's trailers. A flat line. Yeah, someone they, needs to shock this movie and some life into it. They or something. started like licking the tips of yeah, their pens. This movie's and, dead on arrival. Yeah, there, there were a lot of dead <laughs> yeah, on arrival. Of yeah, I think someone needed were... to revive me after watching. <laughs> yeah. They're just waiting to like yep. knock these out. Yeah, yeah. They they teed them up right. and they like battle. I didn't even watch the movie. Yeah. They're just sitting there writing during the movie. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not a five. You know, it shouldn't be a five percent movie. Certainly it's not, not if the first ever. one was forty eight percent. This might be the widest. Rotten Tomatoes gap that we have that doesn't certainly, that isn't justified by quality. Certainly for remakes and uh, well, I mean it's just I don't know maybe remakes have been savaged if they're crappy but I don't think we've done ones that are 
actual remakes like this very often. I don't think we... Have we me, done any? Give me just a second to see if I've Like gotten, a literal remake like Because Robin Hood was not a literal remake. That's not a remake. remake. That's an ancient um, story that people... Same with have, Three Musketeers. Right, that those was are... Not, Punisher, all source material stuff. Uh, King Arthur. I think this is the first time we have yeah. done... Oh, for our unreleased pilot episode, we did Ghostbusters. So that's okay. the closest that we've come to doing. Because we did Ghostbusters 2 versus yeah, the 2016 what's, what's Ghostbusters. What's weird about this one is that it's a remake, but it's so similar. They should have done some more changes than they did and yeah. that's kind of a weird thing it's to almost say. like they just think yeah. it's been long enough that they can just put out the same movie and get people to watch it yeah and maybe without that's... bothering to even write in their own story they yeah. made it very very similar right right and maybe that's what the critics were picking up on but i mean but that's not a justifiable of... critique if you say it's exactly the same that means it's not good yeah you know i mean that might be like if you've seen the first one there's no reason to watch that but it doesn't mean it's good or bad and i can't imagine Depends on the first one i can't imagine that these critics were going back and watching the first one right you know 24 hours before seeing the new one like we did right so they're not going to have that direct of a comparison and nobody is going to like remember a lot about this movie from seeing it if once you saw in, it theaters in, 1990. in 1990 so i i do think this is the most inexplicable rotten tomatoes gap mm-hmm. that we have and also what are these other movies that we've seen lately they're not giving up five percent no, well, I. What are the what are the, what are the other movies that we've seen? I don't know. Lately? I feel like we've uh, looked. Everything I've looked up has been like surprisingly high. Yeah, like that 2010 Robin Hood movie was surprisingly high. Right. I think that was like high 30s right. or something, and that was a garbage movie. Um, I actually rated both of the Flatliners movies higher than that. Cause that one, yeah, that was just dumb. Yeah, I don't. I don't keep my Rotten Tomatoes scores in my spreadsheet, so. No, I mean that's just surprising because I mean there's Something not like a lot. Assassin's Creed, but might still, have gotten, it's very. Yeah. I'll just say this: it's extremely rare to see a movie with that low of a Rotten Tomato score, the and this old- is certainly not the lowest justified to have the lowest score of any movie that we've seen in the past year or whatever. The only ones I know that are in the same range for sure were Twisted and Taking Lives, which I still don't know which one is which, but whichever one is the. Ashley Judd one. I think Ashley Judd is Twisted and Taking Lives as Angelina Was like Jolie. a 1%. Damn. Yeah, and I think Taking Lives was like a 9 or a 10%. Have we oh! done that one yet? Yeah, we did both of those. And I don't remember them being... Both of those had rather watched than this, but... I... What did we rate those? Um, we rated them right around the same. Oh, Twisted is the one where she was like... Okay. And Taking Lives Twisted is the one, one where, where she, she was fake pregnant. With, yeah, yeah. Twisted okay. is the one where she slept with all the guys that were getting killed. Right. And then it was her father figure exactly. who ended up being the killer. And then Taking Lives was the one where she with faked Ethan her Hunt pregnancy. Hawk, sorry. Yeah, because she slept with Ethan the Hunt killer. Ethan Hunt is a secret agent. Yeah, Ethan Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> she slept with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, oh, no, you know, I, I almost forgot uh, our lowest rated movie to date. His rollerball and ballistic X versus sever. That's it. That's a hard zero. That is a zero percent on a Rotten zero. Tomatoes. Yeah, which is the whole reason I did it for this podcast. So we should have paired that with Lady Bird to do the highest and the lowest. <laughs> Although I don't know if Lady Bird even has it anymore. Yeah, I don't think Lady Bird has a hundred percent anymore. No. And I think that some of the other ones that came along after Lady Bird got higher because everything now is like the highest rated movie on right. Rotten Tomatoes ever. And they've got to make their commercial really quick before somebody else comes in and rates it. Yeah, just okay and then yeah. puts it down. Yeah, exactly. Um. So anyway, I think that that is gonna do it for us this week. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, email address is faintpraisepodcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, or you can find me on Twitter at FaintPraiseTJ. Yeah, Faint Praise TJ. My, yep. my brain shut off in the middle of that one. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but thank you for listening, and hopefully you will join us next time. Bye.